welcome back welcome back um with me today is the one and only uh mr louis himself yeah what do you do man how you feeling today i'm feeling good i'm feeling Feeling good a lot of a lot of changes has been done you know over the course of time since the last time i've been on the podcast okay all the goods all the bads all the eh. but you know that's life that's That's what i like to hear man life is all about the experience and if you ain't getting no up and downs you're staying too still and if you stay too still you sink so that's that's a fire quote that's a a fire quote yeah some somebody said that i don't know (laughs) (laughs) somebody out there shout out to you shout out to you um we got a pretty loaded docket today uh a shit ton of stuff that uh hopefully we'll get everything covered uh let's see where's a good place to start where's a good place to start talk about tech we talk about tech. Bet. Let's get into the world of tech. The tech industry. Yeah, How all these these TikTok it? moguls and their daily morning routine where they clock in and start doing their whatever the fuck on their computer. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I look kinda good decent life. I'm, I'm not gonna hold you. Yeah, but I never I never surpassed that moment of uh knowing how to do all the things that they do on TikTok. I just see, uh, but the thing I never understood, bro, is how how like it's something in me that just prevents me from waking up, going to put a camera up, going back into bed to pretend I'm sleeping, and then <laughs> acting like I'm waking up again. Something in me just refuses to let me do that. I don't know. Like, don't you know. got the different angles of you waking up. How many times did you wake up already? How many times did you go fall asleep? <laughs> like, there's there's something about it. It's just, eh, I can't do it. I don't know. But, TikTok I mean. Videos, it takes a certain person to have that type of creativity and you 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 feel like you have it you know all in your brain but as soon as you try to like you know get the editing and get the camera in front of you to do what they do on tiktok i will admit it takes a lot of confidence it takes a lot of confidence like you have to have little to zero uh amount of low self-esteem or shame yeah shame definitely shame because half the things we see on tiktok and we laugh about we're like i I would never do that that. never do that yep yeah it it takes a lot of uh no shame okay they could courage yeah no nah, definitely <laughs> or something um but the tech world uh what's new what's new i know apple is having their keynote on march 8th yeah so march 8th by the time this come out we would have already Pacific seen time. what was announced right. um you know the good thing about apple is they know how to build an ecosystem i i love apple's ecosystem i was i was very defiant at first i have apple products i I mean rightfully so like we we can't just be you know constantly on to just like one thing but when that one thing is that good it's kind of hard to leave exactly it's hard it's hard to leave that especially when you've already okay say your first purchase was an apple product which is the iphone so if you start off the iphone next thing you know you're like I need some AirPods. Yeah, I need some. Listen to you music. Get some with. AirPods, and you're like, "Wow, <clears throat> iPhone AirPods work well. Sync so well." Now you're like, "I need an Apple Watch." Yep. And then all three of those things. Work this is well. tracking they my health well. that I never really care about before today. But you see it work well, so you keep doing it. Yep. And then you know, next, next thing, thing you know, you, know, you need the, a laptop. Yep. You now need you need an Apple TV. You need the iPad. You, you need, need the, the HomePods. Pod. Like. That's pretty much all we have now. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. We're just looking around the room, honestly. Really, just looking around the room. But, but say, they do make it so easy to like literally just lose yourself into the ecosystem. Like the thought of saying even some of the fire stuff. Like I'm not gonna lie, that Galaxy Z Flip, 
Yeah, that's gas. That shit is it's fire. Ga- I, I like how they have their, their the flip, design, and I like the fold. Like it, I like the flip more than the fold, honestly. But overall, Samsung has done things that Apple hasn't even dared it's to groundbreaking. do because they like their things to be quality. When Apple uh, comes up with something new, and they, uh, and they let's fix not that, say that. I think Apple likes to be quality, and Samsung likes to be groundbreaking. Correct. Because when Samsung first released the fold. The main thing was there's this film over it. What is that? Is that a screen protector? Someone peeled it off. It was not the screen protector. It was a screen. Uh-huh. And then there was an issue with the crease in the middle. But, but again, at the end of the day, they were the speed. first ones to put out that folding phone. Correct. With the full display. So it was like, okay, that's groundbreaking. But the thing with Apple, they'll watch you do that for like five years and in their lab be like perfecting it. And when they finally announce it, you have to basically come up with something else. And then there goes the social media uh, jokes where it's like, yeah, it's like, oh, Samsung well, did it yeah, first. Samsung did no it first. All these damn, Android did, did it, it first. Better. And then all the Apple users are like, oh, it's brilliant. <laughs> it's magnificent. <laughs> magnificent. Oh, dead. Yeah, that's basically the, the the Apple ecosystem. Like we get perfection or at least close to it. And it's so hard to leave despite how interesting like that. That's why I'm envious of people like MKBHD because he gets to check out all these things and use them for a week and go right back to his iPhone. Well, but MKBHD is MKBHD. No, that's true. That's true. true. Like for him to be able to do that, he's got it. He's got it. But for me specifically, I stick to a certain um, ecosystem because it's more affordable to stick to that ecosystem. And efficient to be trying to like go in between back and forth. Because if you're going from like Apple's ecosystem, which is strictly either Macintosh, you know, Mac, you know, or iOS or just it stays in that M1, you know, circle with the M1 chip and everything like that. But then when you try to go Android, you got to learn everything else. You got to learn Snapdragon, you got to learn Intel. The poof. It just seems the like thing, too much for like, me. Like literally, Apple makes everything you actually need. Though that's the problem, right? Because you can get a Google Chromecast from Google and Android. That's true. And then you can say, okay, well, I actually want an Asus computer from Asus. And the thing is, with Apple already taking that out of the thought process, they're like, you don't need that. Yeah, just we have that already. Yeah, and we'll tell you what you need later. Exactly. And so. literally, I have an AirTag that I never even bothered. Like, what? A lot the of amount people, of times I get the notification, your backpack was left behind. And I'm just like... My wallet. Yeah. Hey, I'm just like, okay. Anyways, <laughs> but I know one day, if God forbids something happens to my stuff, I'm going to be like, bet, I know exactly where all these shit's at. And it's crazy because there was also a thing for that, too. Yeah, tile. Was, yeah, <laughs> tile and uh, was it? No, it was just tile. Tile oh, I, was like only, the big one. I only knew about tile. Yeah, tile was like much. the big one. But as soon and as they then, brought that into play, I was like, Apple's gone. killing the way that they do it. But you have to also uh, realize that happens that. with a lot of things. More because there was also you remember back in the day where you had to download an app to turn on the flash on your phone on your iPhone or your iPod and they just incorporated it into the phone and that that company that can became no longer a thing for everything else too literally they, they know how to do it and do it right that's yeah, all I can really say it's it's the it's the the Disney mindset where they just slowly buy everything and the next thing you know they own everything and you're like weren't we trying to get away from monopolies back in the day I feel like we're going backwards here something <laughs> that's true 
But um, it's good quality shit though. That's the I, I'd say overall, it's just their ecosystem. Because as we were saying with the whole tile thing, like, dude, there's more iPhones in the world of the United States. I, yeah. I know it's a completely different story when it comes to uh, outside of oh the yeah, US, international but for sure. Yeah, international. They they're pro Android. They're pro uh, WhatsApp. You yeah. know, they so they don't really understand the whole fad with you know Apple itself. Yeah. When somebody starts talking about Apple, or they see that there's this whole big diversity between oh you have android mm-hmm. and then, there isn't you know, that you got the green the bubble the that dirty bubble <laughs> like <laughs> it's just it, it's bad it's that bad it really did become the dirty bubble bro over Whenever time you seen that green like Ugh. yeah it's like oh i can't i can't talk to this this person yeah, like I'm, I'm it, it's so bad it's the same thing with dating apps too they see yeah. that You've made a connection, you know, you, you've been able to, to swipe, what is it, left or yep. right for the person. You're talking that little chat until however, and then you exchange numbers. And, and the then second the you second you numbers. see that green, you're like, oh, oh, you're one of those people. Yeah. I can see. About that connection. <clears throat> now you better pray your connection is strong or something. <laughs> right. Yeah, the signal ain't going to be strong at all. I'm like, yeah, did you ever get my text? No, I, nah. I didn't see that. I read it. Nah. I'm guessing you couldn't tell because of your green bubble. You didn't see me liking that notification. Yeah. Oh, I I saw the text. Yeah, it said it said that you liked and everything that I sent you. That's that shit is the worst in group (laughs) chats, bro. When you have a group chat with like at least one Android user, it ruins the whole thing. It's bad because now you have to every time someone likes one message, you get that same message over and over and over again. And once you have a non-apple user inside of that group chat you can't leave yeah you can't leave like it's you literally can't leave the chat like you have to mute it and then delete it that way you don't get the notifications or any of that stuff but jesus and then it it just the the group chat either eventually dies out in the long run Mm -hmm. or it's forever there (sighs) see like i said apple definitely knows what they're doing like they take their time to perfect shit for this exact reason as soon as you're in you're in for good. <laughs> it's a gang, bro. <laughs> but um, speaking of Apple, the the Apple of cars, Mister Elon Musk's Teslas. Man, I, I love me them Teslas. I love I, me them. Teslas. I'm gonna get me one. I talk about loving manuals and loving, you know, wanting to be incorporated within the car and being able to shift gears and everything like that. But the second I hit the highway, or you know. What, what rush hour traffic mm-hmm. i regret every other decision of wanting that, yeah i don't manual I, I wanting just, to be in any form of hassle trying to do yeah. anything like that because it's annoying yeah. it's annoying so i seen the funniest thing on tiktok bro and it was like it was it was it's the constant argument you hear about people with uh, manuals and no, no disrespect to people, man. It was just funny as shit. Taken. It was I'm like, <laughs> I'm that way. um, no, nah, it was this girl. She was like, um, when Bryson Tiller said left hand is steering, the other is gripping your thighs. And then she's looking at her manual driving boyfriend. And I'm yeah. like, oh, <laughs> yo, <laughs> bro, that shit cracked me up, hey, man. He's trying to be safe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, no, no but Tesla makes it so easy, man. The second you go to their their website, or you know, whether it be mobile or whether it be on the computer, it's just so easy to see which model you want. Whether it be the Model Three, the Model Y, the Model S, the Model X, even solar panels. It's yeah. just so easy to just click on it. You know, click of a button, and 
it's literally right there. They give you a list of things. You know, do you want the low end or you do want the high end? Second, and you do honestly, that, with the way like the prices of everything is going, at this point, buying a Tesla is not an unrealistic option it's in not. the grand scheme of things. It's really not. Just because everything else is already at the same price, you might as well just get the best one. Well, it's it's and at that point, it's more of an investment because the way gas is going, your twenty six thousand dollar car is not going to cost you an extra whatever the number is because of higher gas prices. I'm telling you, it's just it when it comes to tech and when it comes to things like the Tesla and you know cars like that, technology overall is advancing. So, of course, car manufacturers or industries are going to start hopping on the wave of Elon Musk and the Tesla of and you know, there's even other electrical cars like, you know, the Lightning for Ford and like the Rivian which is new that people that are, you know, fire. starting to like rave on about like it's gonna happen it's not anything that's talked about for a moment and then goes away no this is gonna be that's the what they thought moment. about when tesla first came out that's what i'm saying they were like oh the gas giants are never gonna let this happen forward all them stuff they're like no nah, this is some bullshit <laughs> now they're right behind them trying now, every, to catch up every time i see i look around there's a tesla around the corner and yep. it's become more and more prevalent more and more popular like tesla's becoming a thing like evs electric vehicles are becoming a thing and I mean, don't get me wrong. I see all the 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 negative reviews of like certain Teslas where they say, "Oh, it's cheaply built." You you always yeah. gotta get those. Yeah, those. I still see those. It's the it's always from like the super sporty car people, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Look at this!" Cranking open the <laughs> side panels. This is plastic. I'm like, bro, why are you why like you're driving? When it comes to a Tesla, they feel like. Or when it comes to an EV, we'll just say that as like a broad, you know, statement. When it comes to things like that, there's just like there's no there's no emotion. Yeah, but when you drive, there's no rev, there's no you there's have no to power realize, to it. And plus the fact that they're able to make all this high tech shit that affordable. Mm-hmm. Certain things like pure leather seats where you could smell the damn cow before it died is <laughs> oh just God. not gonna be an option. I mean it is it actually is an option, but you're gonna pay more for it. Right. And if you want to go that route, go that route. But if you're going to be, you know, cheap and just get the base model and complain about the build and stuff, that's up to you. I'm here for that big ass screen in the middle or the yoke wheel on the Model S. That shit is sexy. I'm dead. Oh, my (laughs) goodness, bro. He's already sold. Bro, you hit payment already? I've been sold. I have that thing in my save bar. As soon as I'm ready to hit buy, look. My Apple Pay is already connected. All I gotta do is hit purchase. Look, man. All I'm saying is they're making they're making everything way more uh, accessible, like as far as tech and as far as EVs. Like it's just it's just there. It's it, they're trying to make life a little more simple, a mm-hmm. little a little less problematic. You already know the situation. And hopefully a little more safe too. Gas prices, too. man. Gas prices are skyrocketing. They're trying to make it safe, of course, because like this is the new this is the new thing. If you have car manufacturers pretty much saying, all right, when we get to a certain year, you know, within the 21st century, we're going to literally opt out gas, you know, power vehicles. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're going to, like, pretty much try to do things to make it the new normal within our day and age and just how things are progressing. Yeah, everything is really moving faster, bro. And, like, it's it's to the point where if you're not getting in front of it now, you're going to be left behind and feeling like you were cheated out of, like, for just the, for just the sake of, the of loss of words, the the tech revolution, Damn being man. in the know, it's the age of tech. Literally, there was a quote that I literally saved today that was pretty informative. It's like, let me see if I could find it here. Well, you found it. I had seen recently that um, 
uh amazon bought whole foods amazon bought whole foods yeah and then they were just recently opening up a couple of um like cashierless stores Mm-hmm. Where basically it's all damn near just self checkout. There's even some where you don't check out; you just put it in the cart and walk out. Yeah, so like literally everything is just advancing. Once, uh, that's that kind of scares me too. It's because terrifying. You start thinking about a social aspect to it. It's like if tech advances so much to where you can do things, you know, within the click of a button, or you know, from your computer screen, or from the you know confinements of your home. Mm-hmm. Of course, given the fact that COVID did happen and that changed a lot of ways of how we could interact with people nowadays, For and sure. people are just overall changed after this entire pandemic. So where they don't want to go outside, nobody want to be outside, nobody trying to do all the things that they want to do, or you know, most of the people, other people still try to, but no, no, of course, <laughs> but um. It's changed the way businesses are ran. Mm-hmm. So the fact that they did buy Whole Foods and are, you know, trying to make a more digital or more, uh, I would say, efficient way to bring food to your home without you having to go anywhere. Efficient. I'd say more convenience sakes. Yeah, convenient. But just convenience. Because Publix is right up the street. Why the hell is you door dashing a whole grocery list that you could have just walked in there five minutes up the street and get yourself? Convenience. Remember, remember Wally? Who the hell is... Oh, yeah. Bro. <laughs> Who the hell is Wally? <laughs> Wally. Wally. Why the hell you did it so good? I'm dead. This man been practicing in the mirror. I'm dead. <laughs> no, man. But, like, if you kind of take a look at that story, if I if I vaguely remember it, but, like, how people were back in the day, they, they were literally using these... um highly advanced wheelchairs to yeah, transport basically. themselves like their entire bodies were bloated because yep. they they did no exercise they did they nothing didn't move their their bones were practically not even the size yep. of their bodies anymore and it's like i don't know man in this modern age are people gonna kind of like opt away See, from just that's, that's the thing it, it either goes one or two ways and this is just like the the most dramatic of both it either goes the route of ready player one where everyone interacts only on virtual i ain't gonna cap that'll be fire kind of fire right like, I, really I, fire. they need to come up that with that body or, suit, bro. Uh, free guy yeah with ryan nah, nah free guy kind of it's kind of still real life bro you just on yeah, the computer. yeah yeah they made it seem like you was really in there bro that lady was on a desktop <laughs> talking about some kiss me bro Yo. what hey spoiler for free guy if you ain't see it it's on HBO Max. Is it on HBO Max? Yes. I watched it on Disney Plus. Yeah. Free Guy? Free Guy was on Disney Plus, bro. Well, I guess it's on both. Yeah. yeah that pretty that is shocking. That is pretty nah, that's a good GG for, for Ryan Reynolds. That's, that's <laughs> um, But since we're on the topic of social and how we interact. Correct. Social media. Social media, man. For me, I've taken a big step back from social media. Now, why why do you think that is? I don't know, man. Like, like I said, it, you, you're so. How do I, how do I, paint that picture? It's like when you look at social media, you're looking at the highlights of everyone's life, pretty much, and mm-hmm. it's like, you're seeing, the bright side of it, and pretty much only the bright side, or at least only what they, ex, they they allow you to see. Yeah. Really, like they want you to see that they're, they're they're popping. They want you to see that it's lit on this side. You know, mm-hmm. they want you to see that they're vibing over there, and then. You don't even know they got personal or whatever issues going on, or they're probably the biggest douchebag, or you know, yeah, she got something going on. You don't even know type of vibe. So it's like it's too secret. I'm not knocking social media. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying for my sake, 
the fact that I seen that I'm only looking at it for what's this person doing or what's that person doing or what's it and it's like it's nothing that's ever really like interesting or pertaining to your life that you make it any form of necessary mm. so it's like why am I just peering into other people's life for straight up boredom interesting okay so I just kind of took a step yeah, back it's kind of that, that reality TV sake where it's like <clears throat> you have nothing else to do so you're watching these other people live when Correct. you could be living yourself right so I pretty much took a step back. I didn't. I didn't get rid of TikTok. I don't. That, that's gonna be hard for me to do yeah, because nah, it's just pure TikTok funny, is pure entertainment. Yeah, it's just it's TikTok is the one thing that's pure entertainment. Yeah. I'm more so on the social media aspect of seeing somebody's tweet, comment, or you know, uh, situation where they're going on about their life or this aspect of their life, where it's like it doesn't necessarily involve you. So like. The entertainment side of it, like YouTube and TikTok, I yeah. kept around because that's more so of like... It's for you. It's for you, really. Yeah. But like when you're like peering into the lives of other people, like on, you know, other social medias, you're like, you don't really have that aspect of like, you know, that sense of purpose of being with them or yeah. anything like that. It's like, you might as well just call up your buddy, you know, and call up a group of friends something. and actually go do something. Because right? the memory, I mean, yeah, yeah. I guess instead of wasting your time on social media, you should be going out and... Right, your own memories, and I kind of think about it in the in the sense of, dude, when we were in high school or when we were back at Valencia, we was all chilling. Yeah, we was all in groups and everything like that. And I understand we had social media back at that time, but it's the sense of that one thing holding us down, which was school, mm-hmm. and that kept us around each other, which was school. That made you made you see that, yo, we gotta go hang out. Yo, we gotta go do this. We gotta go do and that. And then those would be the same people you follow on social media, so right. you would know the faces behind the highlights. Correct, it and it any... made more sense. Nowadays, it's more so like, I'm following all these people. I'm just peering into their lives, and it's like, mm-hmm. it don't do me any justice, really. You know, and it's like mo- most of those people, they kind of like put up this facade that their life is great or this facade that you know everything is cool on this side and it's like i just kind of lost the uh, appeal to do so (laughs) so i stopped taking videos i stopped you know just posting a video to post a video because of something that was going down i was like i picked up my phone to try and do it and i was like why (laughs) i feel you i I don't know but i mean on the other side of that like I guess for my sake, I kind of have to because it's part of my like life or whatever, Well, which yeah. would be different. But on the other end of what you're saying, there's also that, that feeling of like, even if you're... Because some people, yeah, they post on social media just to make sure everyone around them feels like, oh, I'm doing good, Correct. I'm doing great. But there's some people who like... Because I have this deep feeling or deep fear that like when I get to that age where, you know, everyone's just out doing their own thing and I'm just chilling at home with my significant other i'm gonna be like damn i wish i took more pictures and videos when i was with my friends which is the one thing that i it's the one thing that i did not knock in the whole idea of of getting rid of social media Mm -hmm. it's like i got rid of a part of it Mm -hmm. but i also kept the fundamentals of everything so i would still go out i would still take pictures i will stay still take videos but it's more so of a for yourself for myself because i wanted to keep that memory of you know the moment and not really like be so flashy about it or be so you know posty about it to show other people like hey look this is what i did unless they were close friends or close relatives i guess for my side of it i would say that when it came to my social medias and everything rather than deleting everything because i said there's a big majority of people that i don't even worry about on here 
versus the close friends, I just mm-hmm. deleted it entirely. Okay. So maybe somewhere along the line, it might come back to me where I'm like, I start bringing those yeah, close I mean, circles for sure, around I would and keep say that like, version of social media. For social media, there's always going to be that feeling of like, what am I doing on here? Or that constant feel of like, damn, this is a lot of negative shit going on in the yeah, world that I'm not that, trying to that see. Yeah, that was another th- It was like, d- bro... Every time you go on there, it's either somebody's talking about another person or there's just so much negativity on there of, like, somebody bashing the person or just... It's just something that you don't even want to, like... You don't you don't want that type of negativity or you don't want that type of energy to carry you, you know, through the day. Yeah. So maybe as I watch certain things or just, you know, as I continue to read certain posts and then I just kind of sat back each day... It mm-hmm. felt like it was taking a piece out of me where I'm like, dude, I just, I don't feel happy watching this shit anymore. Gotcha. So I just went to TikTok where that I makes could sense. get my laughs But there's in. always like, I mean, it also falls back on like the responsibility of the person. Like you have to also hold yourself accountable mm-hmm. because if you're going to choose, like for you, you just said, fuck it, I'm not going to get on it. But for other people who are like, oh, I'm going to take a break for a few days and then get mm-hmm. back on it and take a break for a few days. Which would have probably worked. Yeah, if- it would have probably worked. It could work, but I was just listening to the Mallory Bros podcast and they made a perfect sense of it. Like you can fine tune your timeline. Uh, if all you want to see is flowers, paintings and daisies every time you go on your timeline, you can fine tune it to see exactly that. Uh-huh. But certain people are just it's not that they hate the negativity. They're hooked to it. Yeah, they they fiend for it. Bro. I, like you can unfollow the shade room. You can unfollow. You can unfollow Justin Leboy and 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 like be perfectly fine with either your close friends or the paintings and pictures of artists and shit like that. Right. But you almost like you don't want to be left out of the conversation so bad that you put yourself through the trauma of following those shit that you know are gonna either fuck up your day Correct. or get you down. And it's like at that point, that's that's not social media's fault. That's you. Not having, you know, mm-hmm. self-control or being able to have the, the, the will to create a habit of not watching those things or not seeing those things. You're and right. just, like, taking the, the extra step to just tune the shit to what you want to see. But, you know, they still going to follow them. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. Like, being able to fine-tune, you know, that specific profile or that specific thing to your liking mm-hmm. is something that can definitely change the way you see social media. And sure. I probably I probably could have done that, but I'm assuming that I just was like, get it no, out you, of I mean, you yeah. get to the point where you're it's, it's no longer uh, uh, feeding into a good habit of yours. And mm-hmm. you're just like, I'm just going to cut this shit cold turkey. And it worked for you. You haven't been on social media for what? It's been like a couple of years now. Uh, for for, for ones. So, yeah, 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 for, for, for certain Instagram, ones. I, I would say Facebook. It was yeah, Facebook. I I kind of got rid of. I think about last year, mm-hmm. Instagram was a a couple, couple years, ago. years ago. Snapchat was a couple years ago, but Twitter, nah, Twitter had my soul. What? <laughs> <Bro>. <laughs> Twitter had my soul. It still does. It still no does, cap, man. Twitter like, is strong, man. Why you Why you playing? After having this conversation, Twitter is probably the one thing I kind of like hang over because it's like. It was very good. I got my news from there because like you see everything on Twitter instantly. It's just and like, you can filter out the good, the bad, sure. or whatever. But like, you know, Twitter's um, Twitter. The best thing about Twitter is being able to mute certain words. Yeah, I haven't seen a post about who is it? Low pump 
Um, <laughs> no offense, but Lil Nas X as well. He was just on some weird timing at one point, and I'm sure he's fine now. Shout yeah, out to the he, man. Yeah, but he's fine. You it's know, just before he was on some weird timing, so I wasn't with that that satanic video. I'm sorry. Oh, I feel um, you. Clickbait, shock value, man. whatever you want to call it. Not for me. Sorry. Um, so, so yeah, just, I definitely muted that. It's a couple of words you could just mute altogether. Um, and then if you ever see another word that's similar to it, mm. mute that word. And then and your whole timeline will never will start see it be, again. Start. You, it's pretty much like you're cleansing your timeline yeah. over time. And slowly filtering it and fine tuning it to what you want to see. Because literally the only thing that I'd be paying attention to is like cars, cars, <laughs> cars <laughs> technology. Cars, you know, when we start talking about Marvel or, yeah. you know, everything else, news, you know, the latest news, like that, you yeah, know, sure. a lot of artists, you know, new artists coming out, new music yep. that you want to jam to. And stuff like that, like, and of course you have your your crazy news that happens in the world that you want to be in the know of, but not don't necessarily be overwhelmed the, with this. Shit yeah, you don't want to be overwhelmed with news because I'd second be happy to read news, an article, bro, but the second I start seeing the same like traumatizing or triggering video on my and timeline you're, over you, and you over can't, again, you can't take. I got to get off the app. You can't take it. Literally, is this? I don't know if it's like one of those hard pills to swallow where life just it it does seem to be very hard and you know other aspects of the world but and that a lot of people are fighting you know certain aspects of that world but it's like when you have to literally take that and and visually see it visually read it over and over and over and over you start to feel as if like you know nothing will get better in life honestly because i mean we prior to social media weren't ingesting this much trauma right as a, a society honestly like you would hear about the war, but mm-hmm. to visually see how fucked up this shit really Dude, gets. Dude, like with this whole Ukraine and Russia thing, I've been so much more involved in it than I was, you know, prior. Before it's like you got this little bit of information and then you're like, oh, "Okay, that's going on in that part of the world." Mm-hmm. But with technology and all the videos being brought out, you know, now all the social media literally. being brought out now, you're like, you literally see What's going on in you, you know in Ukraine? The, the, How fucked up it is over there. It's really fucked and it's like, oh shit. Yeah. Prior to prior to all the social media shit, bro, we literally just read about it in a newspaper. There yeah. was no images. Right. The only images you would see is your grandparents or grandma bringing back a picture of their buddy, <laughs> and they were still alive at one point. Oh, but dude. now you can literally see like all the traumatizing shit that other people in foreign places have to go through. That's facts. That's facts. And that shit should put into perspective the the actual like bad side of war there is no good side of war everybody loses yeah, especially every, with this nothing. day and age where everyone is damn near nuclear power yeah everybody loses so, bro. you know one push of the button from one side or the other that shit literally goes bibbidi boppity everybody did bro that's it <laughs> bro, yeah. no social media has definitely made it more uh known mm-hmm. they've definitely been able to bring out you know the information about the world and it just depends on how you take in that information yeah. and what type of information you take in. Like, you know, you know how there's information that's false. Of course. Of course, you know, there's there's people yeah, take who, everything with a grain of salt, especially right, on right. the internet. Like definitely do the research. Mm-hmm. Don't read a post and then be like, Oh yeah, that's what happened or you start yeah, that's how you fight, spreading the wrong yeah, thing and spreading the wrong thing and there's a whole different, you know, situation about it. Yeah, and before then, you talk about it, even if you just seen something that looks legit, before you talk about it to anyone if you're really that interested in talking about it go look do it your up. research go look it up that way whatever research. you say you have you know your 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 sources and your 
talk. Make that shit like an essay, bro. And I mean, according to this article, yeah. I read this. This based this, this, on this, my not, reference from the bibliography of like all yeah, that shit. Not that they said this shit was going on over here. <laughs> and if you can't do that, <laughs> shut the fuck up, please. Because like, that's exactly how y'all get into this whole um habit of just spreading the wrong thing or the wrong narrative. Bro, that's exactly how you know we we have so much diversity between people. Like if we're talking about that, like people start arguments with amongst themselves or a, a group or mm-hmm. you know a what how do i say it like a <clears throat> shit a race of people yeah. can literally start a whole war or fight about something that was completely not supposed to go down the way it's it was a game supposed of to telephone. go down right yeah you hear one thing but but he you said, register she another said all the time yeah. yep it's like, like johnny said you picked four apples Johnny said, I pick what? I don't pick my asshole. <laughs> what? Yeah, literally. Misinformation like, right what? there. What did and he then say? now there's a whole argument or a whole thing going on in school. In school. Johnny out here picking his asshole, boy. <laughs> I, I can't fucking believe it. <laughs> Ain't never seen no shit like this, boy. And then Johnny go crazy. <laughs> Johnny go crazy. <laughs> Yo. Johnny said, y'all said I do what? You gonna learn today. Oh, oh my God, it's bro. not funny. That's just <laughs> terrible, bro. What a time we live in. That's how messed Jesus up it is, Christ, man. Jesus Christ, dog. Nobody could be nice to each Nobody. other anymore, man. It's so oh, crazy. Man. I mean, that kind of leads us into our next topic, bro. Like, everybody has their shit that they kind of bottle up. Um, Especially, like, no cap, especially as a man, a black man That's in facts. America. That's fact. The amount of things that you have to, like, just hold close tuck keep it to your chest and keep pushing bro every day i can see why niggas i need therapy <laughs> honestly i've been trying to find a like a good place to like actually go talk to somebody just to get that shit off your chest bro yeah i've actually i've actually found me one like i never thought i would have done no shit like that how though. is it it's it's pretty decent it's pretty decent i found me um a person of course of my race you mm-hmm. know just to just to get that familiar yeah, familiarity yeah, yeah to, you don't have you to know. really translate yourself all right the time. i didn't have to like you know censor myself or be you know any type of different as yeah. far as like how i spoke or you know how i wanted to portray myself so it didn't come off wrong you know they he understood so i started this probably three three or so months ago oh okay. i reached out to him um but i've only had about three four sessions because they were on sundays yeah i just started talking about the things that i wanted to to fix the most and like you talked about when it came to uh mental health as a man mm-hmm. you know just locked up anger you know emotions that you pretty much thought didn't you know you had of. or thought you yeah, got yeah. rid of and you kind of um were aware of it the moment either a friend or significant other brought it to your attention Mm -hmm. and you as a person um pretty much have to take that leap into realizing i got to make this change for myself yeah and it's not it's not your significant other or homie or your friend coming at you being like nah bro you're bugging like i don't know why you've been bugging this whole time you always doing this 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 and then Mm -hmm. they always take it as an attack it's like no bro if you have that one person that can actually sit that can down actually with you say that to you and, and say that to you, because everybody here, little, they want to sugarcoat because they trying to be friends. Nah, yeah, bro. yeah they you, telling you exactly what's wrong with you. Yeah, there might be them people that actually don't like you and they just telling you everything. But at the end of the day, the truth is the truth. The truth is the truth. It don't and matter if it come from a baby, a hater, or an enemy mouth. It's the truth. And pretty much, 
um, in that, in, in the sense of talking like that, I kind of um, realized that I had some things that I needed to work on, mm-hmm. and that had to do with anger, that had to do with my emotions. I probably blocked, you know, throughout my childhood, you mm-hmm. know, within family members or, you know, just certain situations that you 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 kind of probably brushed over as a kid and you were like nah that's not a big deal based on just how you were raised because they said it ain't a big deal don't worry about it so you're like all right it wasn't a big deal i ain't gonna worry about it and then you get with a significant other or a friend or a situation at work and and they're looking at you crazy they're looking at you crazy because it's like bro you good like why'd you just do that Mm -hmm. and then you're like do what Mm-hmm. That's the moment where you're like, oh, I did do something, and then you kind of pretty much have to have that conversation with the, uh, the counselor, the mentor, or that the therapist, therapist, and yeah. pretty much say, this is what happened with me. This is a series of uh, events that led up to that moment. What did I do, or how did I go about it differently than <laughs> what I should have done? And then he kind of like breaks it down for you, mm-hmm. and then you kind of pretty much have that that uh that woke moment where you're like damn yep i didn't even realize it was like that or i didn't even realize i snapped (laughs) like that i mean i've never been to therapy but i could assume like from that point you'd be able to like look back at yourself and be like oh so that's probably why this situation happened yeah throughout your life yeah, yeah from that little piece you broke down you can start to open up about other shit right yeah that's dope I and it's like you, you don't you don't have to literally flood that person with all that information in the world you can yeah. start off small you can start off about how a day went at work and why it frustrated you and depending on what you wanted to give you know of course it's it's always better or you get the best results when you are the most open mm-hmm. but like i said if there's things that you literally are not ready to negotiate or ready to even talk about you can start off small and then as you gain the trust of that therapist, that mentor or person, you generally see that there are more things that you can uh, speak with them with or mm-hmm. convey, and you'll have a better sense of self mm-hmm. at the end of the day. And you feel like you'll have more control of your life as a person. So, like, I feel like, you know, as an African-American or just, you know, person of diversity in general, there are certain people in your, in your, in your uh, family or your family overall that... Mm-hmm make it seem like doing things like therapy or yeah, doing is, things is like talking crazy. to someone is like, what What's you got to talk to somebody for? You can't I'm talk here. To me. You can't talk to me, your yeah. mom. And it's like, your mom is the problem. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, or your uncle or Sometimes, my brother, like, you know, the reason they're not talking to you is not because you're not a good person. It's just yeah. may not involve you at all. And they just don't feel comfortable. So don't realize it's, the worst it's just thing traumatic. to do when someone is going to therapy or trying to get their shit together is blame them for not coming to you. You are not that important Man. at all. They are worried about themselves. And if anything, if they really felt like you were a good person to go to, they would have done it a long time ago. Right. A long time ago. So literally, it's like when it comes to finding that person to open up to, you just, you, you, you kind of take a chance. You, you go out, you're looking for a therapist, you know, you see which one really connects with you because mm-hmm. of course if you ain't connecting with that person that you know you literally want to open up to it ain't gonna work yeah it's not gonna work yeah, and it's if probably gonna take some trial and error. it's gonna take some trial and error you might have to find three four five different yeah. ones before you find the right one but if to you're actually... really willing to like get your shit in order or or that's something you feel like you really need to do exactly definitely take the steps and if you see that it's making 
monumental or even baby steps of progress in yeah, any your life, progress is progress progress is progress literally i might definitely have to uh, uh get that therapist number off you <laughs> <laughs> no man it's, it's made life a lot easier man i Trust mean but me. there's i don't know people always say like therapy is an option and then other people go the route of like just finding an outlet to express themselves and mm-hmm. I which feel is like, also a positive thing like for sure Depending on what outlet you find, hopefully it being yeah, a good thing, be a, you kind a positive of outlet. kind of see your sense of self within the things that you do, and mm-hmm. you can kind of change them on your own. Having you know that secondary person or, or mentor or counselor to talk to is just more of a a benefit in a way to kind of get you. I feel like it definitely be good for people who can't externalize what they're feeling correct. inside. You you just need that 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 push or that you know the baby steps of a person providing you with those certain statements or questions to have your brain working really so and once that person has taught you enough you know they're kind of like you know yeah you should always be like taking tidbits that you can apply to yourself because i mean yeah it's always good to go to the therapist but the therapist is also there to teach you about you know yourself and things you should be already self-aware of that you're doing so that way those little things you could take with you and and build upon your own life and not have to like depend on a therapist pretty much when you know where things come from you just don't know how things are but why they are hmm. so that's 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 it that's, that's, that's my ted talk that's, <laughs> <fine. laughs> hey, that's a good that's fine i fuck with that that's a great idea. that's a great idea <laughs> you're right <laughs> um yeah but i mean things like that are also like like me wanting to go to um, therapy is just like coincidence, really. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's literally just how the the internet works. <clears throat> that is definitely true. And then speaking on internet, I remember the quote. What's the quote? <laughs> I did find it. I don't know why I put it all the way in these notes, but it was the only constant in the field of technology oh, yeah, is change. The only constant in the field of technology is change. Can I get an amen? Amen. Nah. <laughs> <Preach>, <laughs> literally, bro. With tech, man, that's the only thing that will remain. Yes, that's the only thing you can depend on. Everlasting. It's going to change. It's going to change. Things are going to be different. And I that's, think that's, that's the, the beautiful thing about it, though. Like, you're not going to get... Because, you know, in, like, um, what would be a good example? Shit, honestly, in things like the, the media industry or, like, the label music thing where it's, like, things are constant. Right. The label runs a the thing. They tell you what to do. They give you a check, blah, 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 yada, yada. But with tech, you can be... Bill Gates, but tomorrow some kid that's 17 years old just cracked cryptocurrency. <laughs> and now Bill Gates is like, you're the second richest person? Oh, <laughs> Ain't no fucking way. Literally. So yeah, like, it changes so constantly that like anyone can really like get their feet wet and start doing it. And like, as long as you're constantly willing to learn, I think that's a field that you can definitely like push yourself and go far in. And that, and that aspect, that really puts me on, um, the same topic of uh, coincidences. Mm-hmm. So with tech, you can you can literally put yourself in about anywhere, and if you're in the right place at the right time, mm-hmm. you know anything is possible. And that's the same thing with coincidences in my aspect. So this is more of a life thing. Like when you meet you meet the right person at the right time, mm-hmm. or you find a situation and you know you you watch a, a video that just popped up out of nowhere at the right time, or a car drives by with a label on it that you know literally. you were literally just talking about yep. you know it's coincidences is literally i don't know what I, what to really call it but that's what i believe in 
Man, they like God winking at you. That's that's like, like you're eh? on the right track. Eh? Keep going. Eh? Wink. It's right there. You you just gotta hit the corner with yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? So like pretty much like how I met you. Like we were literally, literally chilling in a scholarship a program. Scholarship program. Not even expecting you meet the right people in the right places. That's how I met Addy. We were literally in that scholarship program trying literally to literally by coincidence because <laughs> we really were not getting them whatever, hours like whatever <laughs> volunteer hours we could have and like, what do you know and you're not expecting to meet the people that you meet you just have to have that sense of faith that you're going to be in the right place at the right time yeah so for sure when we you think about hell, bro, <laughs> we are young that's, as that's hell. the weight that I guess us as a generation have on our shoulders we feel is like the fact that we feel like everything has to happen now now now, now or we'll be nothing literally and yeah, that shit's crazy, bro. I was watching the uh, Kanye's documentary. The gene, you should definitely watch it. It's it's I, inspiring. I should. I've as been fuck, seeing bro. it. I've been seeing it it's on the top ten. It's inspiring as fuck, bro. <laughs> the, the, definitely the first two episodes for sure. You could, if you don't care, you could just not watch nah, the third. I episode. probably will watch it. But um, like literally, this man, he, from the jump, he was like, bro, I'm gonna be the best rapper, and he said that shit. Literally the same way he said, I'm going to be the biggest thing in fashion like a few years ago before he made Yeezy. Mm-hmm. Same thing he said about rapping. And he basically just took all his chops that he had. He made the best beats. Mm-hmm. Everyone went to him for beats. Hell, Jay-Z went to him for beats. And it was just literally that that sense of confidence and like basically speaking it into existence mm-hmm. of saying like, I'm going to be the best rapper is what I'm going to do. And he fucking did it. Yeah, literally. Like, don't get me wrong. It wasn't a piece of cake. And that's the beauty of that documentary. It shows you all the struggles, the awkward situations that you have to sit in to become the greatness you're destined to be. And I think that's also a hard pill to swallow for us nowadays. We're just scared to take a leap. Oh, for sure. We're scared to take a leap. Like, literally, in the aspect of change is inevitable and and if you want to get something you go get it that's how all these entrepreneurs become rich yep. that's how all and these, that's why uh, every time you talk to someone who has it like basically the way they want it they tell you the most basic of advice just do it just go and you're get like it. well that's not advice what am i supposed to do with that and they're like exactly what i did take a chance take, take a, a leap fucking take, chance, you bro. know the put ground it on faith, is a know? lot closer than you think right now we are young bro <laughs> we can bounce back from a lot of shit it's gonna hurt it's gonna but hurt gonna get but back up yeah. and that's if you want to you exactly. can't keep wallowing in self-pity like the grinch exactly <laughs> don't even think about the fall bro just think about how you're gonna get up harder Exactly. Hell, sometimes you probably won't even fall if you know what you're doing. And that that's that's literally and that's our the, biggest that's downfall. the faith right there. That's you know, our biggest you're downfall not gonna in this day and age, man. Thinking that you're gonna fall, not knowing, you know, what's gonna happen, you know, in the next five, ten years after you finish this schooling, yep. after you finish this degree, or if you haven't even managed to do that, but you're still trying to figure out what next or what have I even done. Mm. And then you kinda like get discouraged. But it's like, dude, you have the time. Like, you have to have the passion. You have to have the drive. Yeah, you if, have to. You have to be willing to take a door being slammed in your face. You have to be willing to take, you know, somebody telling you no. Somebody literally telling you, you can't do it, and you shouting back, yes, yep. I yes, will. Yes, I can. Like, like it's, it's, it's just a different mindset where you're like, nah, bro, I can't stay like this. Yeah, I'm not going to take no for an answer. For yeah, this. I'm not going to take no for life. an answer. That's how Kanye did it. That's how <laughs> yep. a lot of the powerhouses and, you know, as a celebrity, like people around the world that we literally look at on social media, mm-hmm. like, you know, Steve Jobs and everybody like that. They did it because they actually went out and had that drive, had that idea, had mm-hmm. that dream. And it's like, bro, we could do so much. But also, you always have to make sure you're 
consciously differentiating uh, or, or putting the difference between having a hobby and having a career. A career. Yeah. The two Definitely. can be different. And at the same time, the two can be the same. It can. But you have to be responsible enough to, like, in the beginning, know how to separate the two. Because otherwise, you're going to put yourself, you're going to make it harder for yourself to become the greatness you're trying to be. I do understand that. Yep. Because, like, um, we shit, had a lot even, of trouble with that. <laughs> even Kanye worked for Gap before he became the, the, the billionaire he is now. Yeah, Deadass. That yeah. was in the documentary? No, they didn't put it in the documentary. Oh, but I was going to say, boy, the missing. <laughs> no, nah, yep, he did work for Gap. For Gap. And now he, now he runs the creative uh, directory for Gap. That's crazy. So, yeah, literally, it all comes full circle. But, like, being able to separate the difference between your job and your hobby. Because, for me, my job is whatever my job is, which is funding my hobbies, my passions. Otherwise, I'd be sitting here like, I get it. People always put that mindset of, like, well, if you don't go all in, how will you know if it works? Because you're not giving it your all. You can do it that way. Of course you can. Mm -hmm. But... If you're going to be responsible, at least have something that's funding it so that regardless of what happens, you can get back up. Because the last thing you want to do is take that leap of faith and then feel like so discouraged because it didn't work and now you're back at what you were already doing. And that's the thing. Like, you can kind of already know early on where you want to be. For sure. You, you've seen the lifestyle that you already envision. Mm-hmm. Like, even if it's peering into somebody else's and you kind of get a glimpse of that and you say, I want that, or you see something and you say, I want to have that. Mm-hmm. That's just, that's a mindset. And literally, the job that you're at currently, of course, it could be a stepping stone. But if you literally let your mind feel like, damn, I'm going to be here for a minute. Mm-hmm. Like, that is what gets you, that's what gets you down. For sure. So if anything... With whatever job that you're at, just be and like, always I'm going to be at the top at every job. Because saying, I'm going to be here for a minute or I'm going to be at this job forever is way worse than saying, I don't know how long I'm going to be here. Yeah. Yeah. Because Cause that, that'll that turn a day into a year. That'll turn literally. a year into a decade. Like, you feel like you're going to be, you feel like you're going to die there. Literally saying, I'm going to be here forever. You you literally just dragging yourself down. Your work day going to get longer. But I don't know how long I'm going to be here. Whenever someone asks you, oh, how long are you staying? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That yeah, means, literally. look, you coming in here to do your job, do it well. And figure out what's the next step. And figure out what's next. Your mind is already on to the next plan while you're making sure you're perfecting what you're doing Somebody now. asked me that at work, man. He was like, how long are you planning on being here, man? And I was like, I'm here until the castle burned down, man. I And in saying that, I, I choose not to let people know, you know, what's my next goal mm-hmm. or how I choose to uh, see the future within the company. I'm going to keep doing my best. I'm here until the castle burn now. I'm here to keep doing my job until I can see the future. Yeah. And and what what my next steps are. So that's something my mom always told me too. Like don't let outside energy into whatever it is you're trying to do. I had to fight to learn that. In a way, it's like blocking your blessings. In exactly. a way, I don't know if it's like, cause like at, at one point you want to feel like it's just you being optimist about it or you being like, yeah. no, this is gonna happen. This trying is gonna to happen. Sp- yeah. And you're telling everybody else, yeah, bro, this is gonna happen. This is gonna happen. And then when it doesn't. You, you sink lower. Yeah. You sink literally. lower. You're like, damn, didn't literally. happen. So that's why, I like, a lot of times when I'm working on something, bro, half the time, I don't tell someone until last minute. Mm-hmm. Like, until there is no other way this can possibly go. Right. Just to kind of make sure that you have that solid exactly. belief that, no, this is going to unfold. This is right. This is exactly how it's going to work. <clears throat> Speaking of hobbies, this nigga Smith tried to skateboard. Dog. 
I mean, don't get me wrong. I cruise. I got a I got a penny board, a, a nickel board actually. I got a nickel board that I cruise on to. I just use that shit to like go to stores that are nearby or whatever, or you know, use it as exercise when I feel like listening to music. Man, but I this s- man wanted to skate, skate. But look, look, you you can't blame me, bro, because like I got, I, I see skating as like, man, that's one of them hobbies that I always wanted to do and I never did as a kid. Mm. I want to try that. <laughs> Like, I don't care. I know there was always those stereotypes. But you black, what you skateboarding for? Hey, man, I see so many black skaters be lit. They, bro. Like, I seen so many people. Like, it don't matter what you are. If you Hispanic, j- Japanese, whatever. It doesn't matter. When you whatever, at the skate park, bro, you are a skater. Skateboard, you are a skater. That's they go, do a kickflip. Yep. And you're like, I don't know how to do that yet, but I'm going to learn it. I'll be back. I'm going to make like, you proud. I literally, we went to the skateboard for the first time. And... We literally we, we didn't even wait to build did we build a deck or did we Hell just no. uh, rent it one? I think we rented one that we day. We rented one first. Yeah. So we rented a deck. We uh it was a little I think eight inch board, nothing crazy. Just just something so that we can at least uh start rolling around. They gave us knee pads, you know, helmet, whatever. And we're like, All right, to get started, we're just gonna start rolling around. Yep. You know, we're just gonna start Smooth. cruising around. Cruising around, yep. So we're cruising around. And we're mind going you, down this is one of those uh, uh, big <laughs> skate parks that got the big, uh, uh, big ramps, the big bowls, pits. It's yeah. the big bowls. And there's like smaller areas. So you got your little ramps. You got like you know this other one with a rail guard to the side. Like I don't have, know uh, skating terminology, but you got the U one, the one that's shaped like a U. You know, you just go back and forth. Uh, whatever that shit. Called. Yeah, yeah, well, whatever it's called. I tried it. look man i'm not gonna lie it's partially my fault i told that man because they were like yeah you know if you really want to skate you just gotta dive in yeah and i was like look i'm good i did do that for one of the smaller ones like Mm -hmm. i was at the top and i just dove in at first i bailed i bailed a couple times i bailed a lot of times and there was one where i dove in and i went to the other side but i just couldn't come back so Mm -hmm. i jumped off so I think that's what messed me up. I had confidence. He had. I was like, oh, oh, I done started. I done went down the (laughs) ramp. You know, I done made my way back. I didn't finish, but I did it. So I'm like, let's go bigger. Bro. This man said, what? I said, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's go inside the bowl. Let's go inside the bowl. I'll record it for you. you He said, but that's a big drop. That's steep. Look. I'm like, bro. If y'all can see the size of that shit, bro. (laughs) Like, you are literally falling vertical for at least a good eight inches. It, well, I think it's a little longer than that. No, but. it definitely was. <laughs> for sure. But pretty much, I, you know, I put I put the um <laughs> the tail of the, the skateboard on the edge of the bowl, and I was ready to just slam it down. And he said, slam it down. You don't, don't think about it. Don't think about it. You know, just with your full body weight, go forward, slam it down, and you'll go down. Yeah, and I'm like, all right, all right, bet. Bet I'm gonna do it. I got it. I got the confidence. I'm I'm oh there. Oh my goodness, bro! I slammed. I slammed. Yes. <laughs> bro, I was if you've ever seen Family Guy and the way they fall, bro, that's how he tumbled down that bowl. I tumbled literally foot first and said, "Roll, roll, roll, splat." Bro, I wasn't even mad, bro. I was laid out like a starfish. He was laid bro. out there for was, a hot. Minute, I was bro. laid out like a starfish, just laughing in the air. Like I really did that shit. Bro, to I really this day, attempped that sure shit. I'm pretty sure this man's knee is still fucked up from that one fall. Bro. I attempted that shit and I could do nothing but laugh. I didn't oh, care if I was hurt. I was like, stop. yo, I dead ass almost. <laughs> like I almost like injured myself. Thank God they get your ass knee pads and helmets, boy, because you would. That's been what I'm saying. Out. I'm like, hey, 
That's the importance of safety. <laughs> and that, my friends, is today's safety lesson. Oh, <laughs> that shit was hilarious, bro. Oh, and I still want to learn. I, no, I, for I'm sure. I'm not knocking it. I still have a cruiser board. I still have an actual skateboard. That's that and thing, man. whenever I have the time, yeah, I'm sure. going to do the things that I wasn't able to do before. Yeah, my schedule about childhood. to change, too. So, yeah, definitely. so literally, just making things happen, man. Making things possible. You want to do whatever you want to do? Do you it, can bro. Do it. Honestly. That's all it takes. As long as it ain't no weird shit, man. I, I know people be like listening to, to, to stuff talking about some, oh, he's telling me to do it. Sir. No, 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 no. no. I'm telling you to do it, but do it safely. <laughs> don't don't hurt nobody. Don't hurt nobody, man. Oh, man. Just Hell live no. your life live well. <laughs> live it on faith. Live it I'm on chance. Dead. And just do it. Well, Nike. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh shit that's been another episode of noel's clouded judgment um thank you again to our guest today louis hey, appreciate man, you coming through man um as we said in our previous podcast mm-hmm. he's probably going to be another one of the uh constant cast for the the show um and it's just gonna be hilarious it's gonna be fun <laughs> <as fuck. laughs> until next time peace